following is a digital media production. Hey, Mark Norman here. You're listening to Tuesdays, or you're about to listen to Tuesdays. That's JoJo Listy. Hey, sorry about the N-word. Yeah, that's going to come up soon. And uh, you're listening to Poppin' Soosh, fun app. We got sex, we got drugs, and we got a little violence almost. And we got Louis C.K. back involved. Yeah, our biggest fan. Hot one. Check it out and watch Horace and Pete. Keep listening like you were about to. Yeah. Hey, Mark, I can't help but notice you got a brand new hoodie, and it looks great. It looks great, it feels great, and it smells great, because it's a Mac Weldon. Oh, I love Mac Weldon. New favorite clothing apparel to wear. Totally uh, new favorite uh, clothing. They sent us a bunch of clothes for yeah. free, and oh, we are yeah. wearing them. I got the underwear on right now. They're yeah. reversible. They never stink. They're for everyday use. And you look great in them. Can I say that? Thank you very much. I got to find my Mack Weldon pants because uh, these shorts are all I'm wearing because they look so great. They're great. And I got to say, the website was easy to use. I'm an idiot, and I found everything beautifully. And I, I feel great, and I smell great, and I'm wearing these underwear 12 days in a row. Yeah, get over there. They're the no stink, even when you're in the pink underwear. MacWeldon.com. Get 20% off. Use the promo code TUESDAYS, folks. TUESDAYS. Yes. And I'm going to go get more. They sent us some free stuff. I'm uh-huh. wearing it right now. I'm going to go back and get more. Are you? I'm a huge fan, and i got to say, these underwear, they're tight and loose at the same time. It's perfect. Tight, tight and loose, loose, baby. Yes. Mack Weldon, everybody. MackWeldon.com. 20% off. Promo code TUESDAYS. Go do it right now. Get in there. Yeah. Hey, Mark. Fake banter for the intro. That's all I know how to do. Great. Good to be here. Welcome to Tuesdays with... Stories. Hit her in the face with a surfboard. And then the duck fell out of his bag. <laughs> Surf's up. And she didn't even flush. Knock, knock. Who's there? Mark Norman and Joe List. Yeah! This is Tuesdays with Stories, everybody. Yeah, oh, that's terrible. This is supposed to be cheesy. My radio is spitting at me. Hi there, everybody, you sons of guns, sons of bombs, sons of missiles. Wow, God, I gotta start over. Sons of bombs, sons of missiles. What the fuck? Missiles? I don't even know what that meant. I don't either. Sometimes I just let things fly through my head and it happened to be bombs and missiles. Yeah, I don't know. Well, you got the bomb part right. I don't know what a son of a missile is. You don't know it's bombing. It's a podcast. They could all be laughing already. I hear a cricket. You got a black thing on your lip, so figure that out, my friend. A little poo poo from earlier. Still there? Did I get it? Still there. Uh, use your phone camera or something. I got it. Oh, you did? Hey. hey. Nice it was like a black frosted flake. I'll tell you, nothing worse than when you're chatting, having a great time at a big party, and somebody goes, you got a real disco ball. Yeah. You, you, your whole world just shatters. You turn into a six-inch tall man. Disco ball. Yeah, the the no, the, not, the booger. Oh, a booger. Yeah, we call it a disco ball where I'm from. Oh, I thought it was a bat in the cave. That's also a thing. Uh-huh, I see. I call it a booger. Remember that Carlin joke? Hey, you got a big snot on your shirt. Oh, yeah. Works out okay if you're wearing a Hawaiian, Hawaiian shirt, shirt. Otherwise, yeah. they're going to notice. Right, right. I was just saying right before we got on the air here, I don't think I would mind a dick in the ass. I think you would. <laughs> I don't know if I would like a pushing back and forth, but yeah. maybe just a nice resting cock. A resting cock maybe is not bad. Let me ask you this, Mark. You're a smart guy. You think a lot. Depends but... on the cock, though, but yeah. If you're smart or not? No, the dick in the ass. Oh, I see. I'm talking like a little skinny dick, like my dick. Oh, you got uh, you got some girth there. Yeah, maybe a smaller dick than mine. One level down. That'll be, that'll be perfect for me. I guess I just want a finger in my ass is what I'm thinking. All right, well, we can arrange that. But like a purple head on the end of it. Ooh. And a sack of balls attached. And some pubes and some, some <laughs> yeah. white cream and shooting in you. Speaking of the white cream, this is what I was We had a long road trip. Greg Stone and I, past guest, good friend, oh, good yeah. pal. One of my favorite guys. What's Great. going on? I'm getting my notes ready. Oh, yeah. But I'm a, listening. Get a note ready. So Greg Stone and I had a long car ride, and we were doing the thing where you kind of start going, would you rather this or would you rather that? Oh, of course. Here's the one I had, and I think this one is pretty good, and I'd like to hear your opinion, and oh. maybe I can get our producer's opinion. This is, by the way, one of the great male pastimes in for America. Sure. This is not a female thing. It went on for hours, about nine days. We just went straight, just going with them. Wow, all right, great. Here's mine. Please. Would you have the ability, you have to, you, your own cum, you can cum into your hand. I can do that. Taking a load of your own cum in your hand you got to run up and just whip it in a woman's face. Ooh, I like where this is going. <laughs> but after you do that, a magical briefcase appears with $800,000 in it for her. You can give it right to her. Okay. How often are you doing it? <laughs> Jeez. How, what's my limit? You can, as much as you can come. So, uh, you know, 11 times a day. 
I would uh, I would do it a lot. I think I don't know. I'd but play... you got you got to imagine the woman's getting whipped in the face. She's humiliated. She's it's it's rapey. But the uh, but you can change her life. You can change her life. The eight hundred bones right there. Eight hundred grand. Eight hundred grand. Eight hundred bones. I don't think it's a good deal. No, no. Eight hundred grand. That's amazing. And also, you could probably get good enough at it where you could work away to get some of the money back. Oh Jesus Christ, Mark! That's what? terrible. What? No, I'm just saying. Like, hey, here's eight hundred grand. Can I have a hundred bucks? Now you oh, got a hundred okay. bucks for jerking off. Yeah, that's not bad. But you got to whip it. It can't be like a a, I, a, a cream yeah. moisturizer situation. You got to <laughs> fucking fire it in there. I prefer to whip. <laughs> Bring on the whipping. So what are you thinking? Every day, every time you masturbate, you're saving it for somebody, or nah? I probably do like a one a week. Now what about your your, your two madre? I'm sure she could use a couple bucks. My mom? Yeah, nah. she could use a buck or two. You gonna whip her in the face? I'm not gonna whip mom. No, no, no mom. mom. I'm not gonna give her the old spider web. <laughs> you got a sister? No, I wish. Because I think my first order of business would have to be just fucking whip one in my sister's eye, get help. her, you know, pay for the house, help her out. Yes, Here, this is for your children. Boom. Be- because you have to explain. But some girls would be outraged. Oh, I yeah. don't think there's an amount of money. Right. They'd be like, "You motherfucker." Well, do they see you jerking? Because how do they no, know? No, you it's just jizz? show up. It's got to be a surprise. Yeah, you yeah, can't totally. go. Hey, I'm going to give you 800. It's got to be. They have to be just blown away by this. Yeah. They're walking down the street. They have a briefcase on their own. Uh huh. Maybe they, you know, they just got soup. Whatever it is. I feel like you should get more points if you get it in the mouth. Hmm. Or more, more dollars. More dollars. Yeah. Maybe you could get a hundred bucks back. You tell her you did a carnival trick. There you go. This would this would fly in Asia <laughs> as a game show. I think or oh. Japan. <laughs> It's a big budget. I mean, Eight hundred grand is no. <laughs> that's a good that's point. nothing to sneeze at or throw come at. That's a good point. But I think we can get some real big sponsors here. Kleenex. But uh, <laughs> but you'd do it. You'd be okay with it. I would do it. Yeah, I think I would. That eight hundred grand. You're helping people at the end of the day. Yeah, I feel like I'd be like, I'm so sorry. I love you. Yeah, I, I just had to do this, but I, I wouldn't be able to give you the money otherwise. I was thinking of you the whole time. I did it for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It would be kind of fun. I feel like I'd get nervous, and then sometimes you have to miss, and then you just blew it. You yeah. blew a load. But I think that's. Uh, I think that's a great. <laughs> A great little scenario. That's a good one I came up with. Yeah. Stone, his kept involving aliens, and it was too much money aliens. a lot of times. He's like, five billion. I'm like, give me realistic, you know? Well, see, I thought the game was, what would you do this or do this? You got to pick one. Well, we had a lot of those, uh-huh. too. We mixed them in. Like, he had, we had, like, would you rather fly or breathe underwater? That, oh, that horse shit. That's but, hack. But I like to whip the cum in the face for yeah. 800 grand. Now, that's that's original. Now, let me ask you this. Say I, I lifted the uh, the gender Bias, and we can do it to men or women. Would you like a big pile of cum whipped in your face for eight hundred grand? Of course. Yeah, I think I would. I'd, I'd take it for you know eight eight fifty dollars. Yeah, yeah, I, mean, I would too. Just give me a burrito. <laughs> I'm in. You can do a lot of things to me. Like nothing's going inside me. Fucking it, skin, I can wipe it right off. Well, it might get in your eye, uh, and yeah. it, it's got to stink. It's blunt force too. They sure. got to really swing it in there. You ever gotten cum in your eye? My eye? Yeah. No. Oh, no. it's the worst. Not even close. I think I would see it coming. Hey! That wasn't... Uh... Oh. Well, you got glasses, which helps, but I've come in my own eye. Usually, and... most of the time I've came, it was no glasses. Oh, do you take glasses off to bone? Yeah, you got it, because they start drooping on your thing. It uh... looks like librarian glasses. They start falling. You don't want to do Unless... that push-up on I the nose? Like the Chris Sabo strap-on thing. Oh, yeah. You're like, you know, Horace Grant. Yeah. Uh... There's not... Fucking with glasses is not a good look. No, it's not. Yeah. I'd like her to wear glasses. I'd be into that. That I'm cool with. Because it's sexy, you know. Yeah. I love a lady in glasses. So do you ever see the porn where they come on the glasses? Ah, uh, jizzonmyglasses.com. Uh, really? That's it. Google that. I I bet, I'm telling you, that's the site. I would think it'd be a dot .org. No, no. They got that domain. <laughs> jizzonmyglasses.com. What do you got, Chris? Well, it's taking a while to load. I do five foods. I I already know that that's a website. Oh, but I'll okay, confirm. okay. Yeah, I just okay. need a little clarification. Yeah, I what? always want to come on a foot, and then they punt it or something. Ooh, you know? I like that. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I want to come everywhere because I, I do too. This is the the thing about a long term relationship. Yeah. you just got you got to mix it up. Give me the kneecap. Yes, you know maybe the a fish uh, tank. The fish will eat it. You know? Yeah, that's something. I you know, uh, a Christmas tree. I've been banging this gal with an IUD. What's that now? That's the thing where you put some doohickey up your twat. Oh, right, and it, right. Uh, you, you, you get it, like, you, it's really cool. Five it's pretty years. scientific. Yeah, it's five years, or you can do a ten-year. I was thinking that was the thing that blew up all the troops in Iraq. Oh, yeah, what's that? An IOU? Improvised explosive, d- IED. IED. Yeah. yeah, you don't want to mix those two. No, you don't. But, so, uh... Bloody Vag. Right. Great well, band. Yeah. Uh, put a towel down. So, um, she's got the IUD, so she likes it. She's like, just shoot it all. Paint the walls, baby. 
Wow. But I, and you know, every guy's dream is to, to not pull out, but I like pulling, I like shooting it. Yeah, I like a shoot I, I want to see it. Yeah, you want to see what you're working with. Yeah. And then the old, the map of Hawaii, as we used to say. Yeah, my ex used to, I'd be like, I'm going to go. And she would present the tits and I'd shoot all over them. Oh, wow. Oh, that's nice. That was hot. Boy, this is getting really raunchy out of the gate. Real coming. Well, I wanted to find out if you'd whip cum in a girl's face, we could give her 800 grand. I'd do it right now. Yeah. All right, I had well. to cum on me. <laughs> and the money. Chris, you got something? Yeah, just for the record, it's jomg.com, jizzonmyglasses.com. Oh, well, oh, they shortened it. Yeah. Because nice. it used to be jizz on my glasses. All right. Okay. J-O-M-G. Uh, you give her a pearl necklace, you can attach it to the glasses so they don't fall off. Uh-huh. There you go. Those things. Let's get into a couple of stories or two. Well, I wanted to, I got a big reveal. Uh-oh. I feel like since some time has passed, I can tell the story of uh, Horace. Oh, baby. You think? You think I'm cool? Uh, yeah, well, I think it comes out by the time this is out. Yeah, I mean, right? the show's already on, on the It'll be airwaves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's get into that. All right. All right, folks. Hit Buckle us. up. This is a little nerding out, comedy, geeking out moment here. Yeah, strap in, strap on. So I uh, I was banging that IUD broad, actually, at the time. Mm-hmm. And we wake up at my place. We're hungover. We're naked. We're covered in whipped jizz. And... Uh, I get a text, and it's it's from Louis C.K. Oh boy, the one, the only, the red-headed Mexican. And uh, so he goes, uh, "Hey, where are you right now?" Which is a weird text. Cause you're like, "What does that mean? What does he want? What's he asking?" So I just say, "In New York." Ah, broad, then, not too crazy. Yeah, I didn't want to get too specific. I didn't want to be like, you know, my address. Yeah. So uh, so he goes, All right. I go in New York, and he goes, "All right." I can't remember what he texted next. Oh, jeez. Oh, he goes, uh, uh, Flat are, you, tire. are you free? Uh-huh. And I go, yeah, yeah, I'm free. What's up? Not Nothing. Bad. Radio silence. Mm-hmm. Radio silence. So I, I kicked the girl. I was like, you got to go. I got a situation here. <laughs> so she puts her, you know, weird little uh, Wonder Woman outfit back on and hits the bricks. Yeah. And uh, so now I'm just sitting there staring at the phone. And I'm hungover. So I'm like trying to like beat the hangover. Like, all right, we got to get get the ship shape here. I can't be hungover. If Louie wants to hang out, I, you know, I think he might want coffee. Right. So uh, an hour goes by, hour and a half, nothing. So finally the phone rings. He's Uh-oh. calling. Oh, uh, that's scary. Ah! Louis CK's calling me. You go voicemail? No, I leaped at that phone. I oh. answered it. So that's where we're different. I you want to let voicemail. that voicemail? Yeah, because I'm scared he's calling to be like, you stole my joke, you hack, you throw in cum in women's face uh, for money. I, I hate you. You know, i got to listen to that voicemail first so I can prepare. Right, you like uh, a prep. I need to know what's going on here. All right, well, I was too too nervous. I didn't want to leave him hanging. I feel like if, I feel like if he doesn't get my voice and it goes to voicemail, he's going to be like, all right, fuck it. That's a good point. All right, so you answer. How many rings are we talking? Ah, uh, one ring. Maybe a half a ring. What? A Nuva des- ring. A little desperate. A little desperate. But... All right, so you answer. So I answer. I, I was thinking more like I'm, I'm being prompt. Yes, I'm, good I'm being point. efficient. Good point. So I answer the phone, and he goes, uh, where are you right now? I go, uh, New York. And he goes, what neighborhood? And I go, West Village. He goes, perfect. Can you come to my house? Uh... Blah, blah, blah. He gives me his address. I'm, like, writing the address down on my ass, you know, with a pen. And uh, he's like, all right, come over here as soon as you can. I was like, all right. Uh, 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 and I go, do I need to shower? And he goes, what? <laughs> no, well, I just come over. And I was like, all right, cool. I'll be there in 30 minutes. I jump in the shower. You know, the whole time I'm like, oh, my God, I'm rubbing my body. Like, oh, my God, Louie, I got his address. This is crazy. And he lives two blocks away from me, which is so weird. Oh, boy. And uh, so... I go, I, I walk down, I go to his house, I'm freaking out, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. So I find his house, I hit the doorbell, and this lady answers, and I go, hey, I'm here for the, for the Louie thing! And she goes, alright, shh, Jesus Christ, take it easy. <laughs> I was so excited. It's like this little cute girl's his assistant. And uh, I go, hey, alright, uh, and I walk in, and she goes, put your coat right here. I go, jeez, there's a lot of coats. She goes, shh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> There's like 30 coats in the hallway. And uh, I look in. I start giant house, amazing apartment. I walk in. I walk into his living room, beautiful living room, Emmys everywhere, giant desk. And you're like, oh, he probably wrote the show on that desk and wrote Chewed Up on that desk, all this shit. There's pictures of his daughters everywhere. And I glance over to my right to the dining room. There's Louie at the head of the table sitting next to Steve Buscemi 
Alan Alda, Edie Falco, Kurt Metzger, and a couple other people. Wow. And Nick DiPaolo and all this. And I'm like, oh, my God. And Louis turns around. He goes, just just sit down on the couch. We'll be right with you. And I was like, oh, my God. He's going to be right with me. Uh. So I got to watch them act out their scenes or, or read their scenes. It was wild. That's amazing. Amazing. Mr. Pink. Mrs. Soprano. Yes. Alan Alda. Alan Alda. If it breaks, it's funny. If it bends, it's not funny. Oh, that's great stuff. Yeah. and uh, I love that neither of us have clearly seen MASH at any point. Nah. <laughs> Was he Hawkeye? I don't know. I think he was Eagle Eye. Hawkeye? Red Eye? Hanel? Hawkeye. All right. Oh, Hawkeye. I think a girl would have a Hawkeye before she got the 800 grand. Aha. Uh-huh. Mm. All right. So, uh, yeah, so I'm just sitting there, and I'm like, I'm sending you photos, which if he would have caught me, I would have been kicked out of there too sweet, I'm right. sure. I'm sending Liz, Joe Liz photos of Louie's room and apartment. Right. And uh, I'm like texting you and Sam, like, oh, my God, this is crazy. I probably shouldn't have revealed that if he ever hears this. But oh, I think you're fine. You're not right. listen to this. That was that was a fun little thing too, because uh, I was like, "Get one of Parker Posey." I didn't know what it was. I was like, "Get one of Parker Posey," and then Sam was like, "I think you should stop sending pictures." <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I love her though. <laughs> it was a fun uh, dynamic, right? I'm like, "Get more." He's like, "You should stop." Like, yeah. Shut up, Sam. I want these pictures. But it's such a crazy thing about New York and showbiz. Like, an hour and a half ago, I was laying naked, covered in you know. Period blood. Explosive devices. Yeah, and now I'm at Louis C.K.'s fucking apartment. It's wild. I'm sitting next to Steve Buscemi. It's crazy. So I'm get, kind of getting bored there because I'm sitting there for like a half hour, 45 minutes. I'm listening to them. Bored? Well, not bored, but go I'm just Go through his like, underwear drawer or something. Well, that's the thing. So Try I, on his slippers. I go to the assistant. I was like, where's the bathroom? Because I'm like, I'm going to see this apartment. Right. And she goes, oh, the bathroom's over there. Just be quiet. No, there's food in the back. I was like, there's food? You didn't tell me there's food? I live for free food. Uh so I go down the hallway. There's uh, a sushi array, or what? Do you, a spread. Wow. Of sushi, sushi and sashimi and tempura, and I'm just in the back kitchen, just like bah, going to town, popping sushi all day. He's got a cute little dog. I'm petting the dog. I'm eating sushi. I'm getting soy sauce on the dog, and uh, just a great time. He had a wine cellar. He had a, a back deck, a backyard. It was wild. Wow. Two backs. Two backs. <laughs> and then. Uh, DePaulo finally comes back there. He's like, all right, we're done. So me and DePaulo are talking. He just goes through Louis' fridge, which I love. I guess they're, they've been friends for 800 years. Yeah, they were roommates. Yeah, so he's just like, oh, what is this, a beer? All right, I'll drink this. And he's just drinking a beer at, you know, 3 in the afternoon. Great, great stuff. He's picking out on sushi, making fun of, you know, Jews or whatever. And we're all having a great time. And then Louis goes, all right, next scene. So he brings me in. We're sitting at the table. He's like, all right, Mark, you sit there. Kurt, you're there. Alan, do you mind sitting here? So, um, Alan Alda's sitting across me. He's like, hey, I'm, I'm Alan Alda. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm Mark. You, know, you feel so small. Wow. You're like, I'm no one compared to you. I meet Alan Buscemi. Alda. Buscemi, nicest guy on the planet. That's a bit, former firefighter. That's right. And comedian. I Alan believe. Alda, the second guy on the moon. What? Wasn't that uh, Neil Armstrong and Alan Alda? I think it was Buzz Aldrin. <clears throat> yeah, close. Shit. Close. Was probably. he in Toy Story, at least? Hmm. That was Buzz Lightyear. Buzz Lightyear. Okay, so you're across from Buscemi and Alda. Yeah, and uh, I can't read. I'm so nervous. What? I I got a page. I can't read it. I'm freaking out. Oh, I see. I thought you just physically couldn't read. I'm not great, but (laughs) I can read. But uh, and he so it was so cool because Louis like yelling at his assistant like where's where's episode six where's episode six we need scene five and she was like ah and uh, (laughs) so he gets me the script it says Mark on the script. He wrote it. Wow. Me mine. It's amazing. That's I'm amazing. I'm blown. That is blown, blown material. Blown. And uh, so I'm reading my part, and you know, you're just like, don't fuck this up. Don't fuck this up. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And then eventually you get kind of comfortable, and you get into it. And you're, I'm getting yelled at by Alda, and I'm yelling back, and it was great. And, uh, yeah, the whole thing lasted like an hour. And then he was like, all right, we're good. Thanks, guys. We'll we'll be in touch. Blah blah blah. And then I, I left and I went home and I skipped all the way home. I bet. Yeah. Not, not that far of a skip, by the no, way. No, two block skip. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I went to high school with him. Uh, <laughs> now was all was he in character and shit? Because he's amazing in the show. Unbelievable. He's amazing. He would slip right in. You know, obviously when we're walking around, he's not. But right when you hit that, when his ass hit the chair, he was in. Wow, that's unbelievable. Yeah, big guy, not big, but tall, lanky motherfucker. Yeah. You know? He's a he's a real scarecrow, <laughs> and Buscemi, what a face! Yeah, that face is uh, distinct, and it, it's weird watching because uh, I'm used to you know Reservoir Dogs, Pulp Fiction, Fargo. Fargo. I mean, he is elderly now. He is elderly. Yeah, it looks like he got caught in a it, IUD exploded in his face. Right, right. I think he's from Brooklyn. Is that right? What do you think, there, Flan? 
Might be a Long Islander. Brooklyn sounds right, though. That's on Long Island, sort oh, of. Wouldn't you love to be from Brooklyn? It just sounds so cool. I guess. I'm from Brooklyn. I've met a lot of meatheads from there, though. Well, yeah. Was, same with Long Island. I've and... had a couple meathead Brooklyn guests. Oh, that's right. Chris D. Not a meat. That's not who I'm talking oh, about. I'm talking oh. about that uh, Pete the Killer. We suspended his episode. I don't know Pete the Killer. <laughs> I don't think you were here for that one. All right. Anyway, he was <laughs> Sally Balls' brother. Ah, yes. What? And so, now, now when's your uh, episode? So I uh, I shoot tomorrow. Tomorrow. But I now by sh- the time this airs, that episode will be out. I hope it'll be out, yeah. It should be out. should be out. It'll definitely be out. The way he's turning these around. So yeah. get, get on there, folks. LouisCK.net. Yeah, unbelievable. And the uh, I think .com works now as well. But oh, that okay. show is unbelievable. I mean, yeah. it is so great, I think. That guy, we've talked about it before. I mean, that guy's my idol. I texted him. I was like, that show I, I is know. amazing. It's yeah. great. And he wrote back. He wrote back, text any time. Because I wrote, I'll never text you again. I'm sorry. There's a breach of our friendship. I hate myself. But yeah. I think you're great. And I love you. And, uh, you know, you got a nice penis. And, uh, he I heard he's back. got a, a, quite a, a dong on him. It's got to be weird looking, I imagine. Well. Just based on the face. and You think? It, maybe his dick's red and bald. That's what I'm thinking. I think it's just, ah, what if he listens to this someday? He's a fan of yours, and oh come on, he ain't listening to pods. No, probably not. I bet it's a great hard super cock, and I would love for it to be the first cock in my butt. Yes, that. that would be nice. That's a talented cock. Now, that's a guy that has eight hundred grand. We might be able to make ah, this thing work. Yeah, I'd like to whip that goatee, <laughs> get that jizz caught in there. It's got to be a woman. Ah, damn it! But how cool is this? So after I, I go to my shows, I get out of there at like six. I go to some shows. I'm walking on stage, and Louis calls, and I'm like. Jeez, Louie, I'm going on stage. Like oh, I had that wow. moment, like, all right, buddy, I'm, I'm going on stage. And so I didn't answer the call. Then I got off, and he wrote like a 16 paragraph thing, like, "Don't tell anybody. This is a, a special thing. I'm working on. No one knows about it." Blah blah blah. So, right, right. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, but he knows about this pod. He's mentioned it to you. Yes, he knows about the pod. Ah. I don't think he's listening. I think he just has his nose to the ear stone or whatever that saying right, is. Right, grind to the anal, but yeah. something. The, yeah, uh, cobblestone. Yeah, so I, I got some more stuff, but it's a, a different vein. What do you got? Well, I, speaking of veins, uh, my dick is bleeding, and uh-huh. also I got to do the Radio City Music Hall. Oh! Let's talk about that. That's a, that's a hell of a venue. Legendary. Have you done the Radio City? You did Carnegie. I've done Carnegie, I've done the Apollo, and I've done the Best Buy. Uh-huh. But I got no Radio Sit. Carnegie is the one that I think would mean the most to me. Yeah, that was beautiful. Because Radio City, I think of uh, the NFL draft, and I think of the Rockettes. And mm-hmm. neither one of those do too much for me. Like Carnegie, I think of Dylan Solo in 63, and right. Cosby, uh, you know, raping women in the backseat. Yes. Whatever. Backseat? Backstage. Yeah, the hotel room. Whatever it is. Wherever he raped. He raped, I'm sure, in various places. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, But anyways, I did the uh, Impractical Jokers, and i got to just give a shout-out to uh, Sal, who yeah. listens to the show. Fan of the show, Sal Volcano. Past guest. And uh, former guest, past guest, whatever you call it. Uh, he reached out to me to open, and uh, boy, what a gig. Yeah. Financially, just unbelievable. I, I, I don't know if I should dispel the money. It feels a little weird. but Yeah, I wouldn't. It's 15 minutes... Hefty four digits, we'll say. Ooh, that's a lot of pennies. For 15 minutes of comedy, the very next night, I'm at the stand for double digits. Right. Same material, same exact set. Isn't that a fascinating business? Show That you can biz. make this amount and that amount, and you're grateful for both. Yes. The same guy says yes to both works. I think about it all the time. Four dig, two dig. Yeah. I'm, I'm on board for both. I'm totally with I've gone with Schumer, 15,000 people in the arena. Fly back next day, eight people in a bar show. Fascinating. Business. Unreal. But anyways, I get to do it, and uh, so exciting. I go over to Radio City Friday night. It's fucking a half hour from my house, which is amazing. Oh, don't you love that? Go over there, and line around the corner. It's you know the, the marquee mm. sold out tonight. They had four huge, inflatable, impractical jokers outside. Wow. And they had a, they had a truck full of food. They were giving out food. Whoa, it was crazy. Food truck. So I go to the Radio City, and uh, for some reason, I didn't realize that there's a dressing room, so I just take the elevator to the stage level, mm-hmm. and I'm like sitting in the janitor's closet for like a half an hour. Interesting. And uh, I'm like in with the coats, you know? Uh-huh. And uh, the guy, the stage manager's arguing with their manager, because they have all these guests. They're from Staten Island, you know? Sure. I don't know if Sal even knows this, but he'll find out now. But there was like a rip-roaring argument. Manager, like a manager and umpire argument. Oh, wow. About they have like, too many guests. We don't have room for them. Fuck them. And he's like, I don't give a shit. We're getting them. I'm not telling my guys. They can't bring their people. Yeah. And I was like just sitting there. They kept looking at me like, what, what are you doing? And I'm oh, like, I'm boy. the opener. Nobody knew who I was. They never know the opener. Yeah, it was really weird because I was like, you'd think this would be a better 
situation. I'm at Radio City. I'm in the yeah. closet here. This right. is crazy. I'm with the janitor, and uh, mm. there's no food, no drink, no seat. Right. I'm like, this is nuts. And then uh, the show's at 8 o'clock at about 7.55. Sal's like, hey, where are you? Are you okay? He's like, there's a huge dressing room up here for you. Uh, None of these people told me. They were too busy arguing. Yeah. So it's not Sal's responsibility. So then I find out, I take the elevator up. It's like showtime. There's like this beautiful dressing room with the water and the chips and the whatever. Oh, yeah, chips and, and water. Uh, Sal just couldn't, couldn't be nicer. They're all very nice. I just met them all briefly. But Salt of the earth. Sal is the best. He's the Sal of the earth. And then uh, we're sitting there. I'm talking to Sal. He's like, thanks for doing this. Bah, bah, bah. Boop, boop, boop. And it's right around 8 o'clock. And I hear in the room the speaker, Joe List. And I was like, I hate to be rude, but I, I think they just said my name. Yeah. And Sal is just, he's, you know, he's juiced up. He's nervous. He's excited. His whole family's there. He's like, yeah, yeah, I don't know. But anyways, like, thanks for having me. And I'm like, okay, well, this is the star of the show. So I guess yeah. I don't have to worry too much. Right. And then 10 minutes later, they're like, yeah, yeah, we fucked up. They did. They announced my name. What? They said my name. I was in the back just chit-chatting. For 10 minutes. Yeah, but I think they immediately came and told the guy, the DJ. I think it was night one, so it was a little uh-huh. topsy-turvy in yeah, there. Yeah, apparently. But it was a weird thing, because I didn't want to be rude, because I'm talking to Sal. He's my buddy. He got yeah. me the gig, but I heard, like, that was my name, for right, sure. Right. So I just missed my cue, I guess. Huh. Or they said it early. Did they applaud? I think there was some applause. I mean, it's me, so they right. don't care. They were booing anyways. Maybe a smattering. Yeah, smatter. So I came out. Uh, doesn't smatter. Black Lives Matter. Ah, uh, there it was. That was fun. Yeah. Took me a couple tries, but I got there, we everybody. We got there, folks. <laughs> this isn't written, folks. Uh-huh. One trial run, we stamp it and send it out. Ooh, so. If this was written, this would be a real problem. Yeah. Oh, I think we would write a dandy of a show. I think we would, too, but I, I think it would be a little, you know, fresher, a little crisper. I think this is pretty crisp. All right, it's in the crisper in the fridge. I think it's just fine. So anyway, so now it's time for real. Now it's 8.10. Like, this is the real deal, Holyfield. This is the show. And I don't know what's wrong with me. Maybe it's from, uh, I guess it's from TV a little bit. But I had no nerve, no, no emotions. Huh, interesting. Radio City packed six grand. And I'm like, okay, well, I think because it wasn't my show. That's what it I'm is. I'm just you know, opening. Nobody cares about me anyway. Right, so right. I'm just kind of like, all right, here we go. And then there was a little more confusion. The uh, stage guy was like, okay, there's a mic out there. There's a curtain, so just go stand there, and then the uh, curtain will lift, and then you start the show. Yeah. So I was like, uh, okay. So I'm just standing in the middle of the stage behind the curtain. All of a sudden, the curtain starts opening. And then as the curtain's about halfway revealing me, the DJ guy comes back on, and he's like, ladies and gentlemen, your opener has been on Letterman and Conan, but the curtain's already lifted. Uh-huh. So I'm not. I'm just standing there, so they huh. can all see me. Yeah, it's very awkward. Oh, that's odd. So the curtain opens and just 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 douche nerd standing there right. while my intro's happening, and then they all clap, and I just have to wait. I'm like, uh, hi. Oh, that's kooky. I'm already here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, very awkward. Because like normally you say the name and then you pop out and you come yeah. running out. Hey! But I was just standing there already, like a weirdo. Oh, that kind of ruins the. The orgasm. A little. It started with a little tense. Yeah. It was a strange orge. So. I mean, I did my set and then uh, did the joke, and it's hard to hear because it's so huge. And the room is deep. Radio uh-huh. City's deep. The balconies are way back there. But there's these two huge screens, you know? You're on the big screen. Oh, and you're the like... screen. But it's interesting because the spotlight, there's only like eight people that are actually in the light. So I can... I'm just kind of playing to these eight people that I can see, and the rest is just a sea of blackness uh-huh. and phones lighting up people's faces because they're like, yeah, some asshole's on stage. We're waiting for sale. Right. But anyways... so. I... Then I went a little short, because there's, oh, no, there's no one to give you the light. Right. So I was like, that feels right. But my biggest fear is going over, and there's sure. 6,000 people and these four megastars over here being like, what the fuck's this asshole doing? Of course. So I was like, I better get out of here. I said goodnight, and I come back, and... Uh, Did it go okay? It was great. Okay, Yeah, there's a couple, a couple big laughs. It's hard to hear the laughs. Yeah, it's weird, yeah. you know? And I come back, and uh, every, there's, like, confusion. Everyone's like, okay, fuck, shit, just take down the light. God, run! And I was like, yeah. shit, did I... Am I all right? And they Who's were like, running this place? The Marx Brothers? It's, it's, it's like a circus back there. <laughs> but Sal was so nice. He's like, I think he went a little short. He's like, but don't worry. We don't give a shit. Who cares? Yeah. Or whatever. So everyone was nice about it. And then their show was great. I hung out. I had my feet up. I'm eating free chips like you love. Love a chip. A couple sodas. And then uh, they say goodnight. They're waving. They're like, thank you so much. And Sal brought me back out on stage. Hey! Which that was a thrill because now the house lights were up. Uh-huh. And I got my big ovation. I posed with them. Uh-huh. And we sang the uh, theme to, uh, you know, uh, Golden Girls. Thank oh, you. Wow. And it was fun because Sal was like, Do you know the words? I was like, You better believe it, I do. Yeah. So I was singing the Golden Girls theme into a microphone at Radio City. Whoa. You never told me that part. Arm in arm with these sons of guns and uh, 
Got my big fat paycheck. Yes. Walked out. I was home 10 minutes late. I was home at 10. Wow. Now, are you wearing a suit? No suit. I wore a Ted Baker, Ooh, which is a TV. about $175 piece of equipment, folks. Wow. I had my tight designer designer douche jeans on yeah, and you uh, did. a pair of flip-flops. I had my nails painted. It was pretty Ooh. good. Fedora and a mustache. Where'd you go? Springtime green or uh, lipstick red? Lipstick red. Nice. All over my cock. But uh, hell of a gig. Got to thank those guys and I uh, hope to do it again sometime. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but, that'd be uh, nice. Whale of a Gid, Radio City. Put that under my uh, cock. That's a notch on the, the cunt. Yes, it is. It's a cunt notch, if you will. Ooh, cunt notch. Not a bad title if it didn't have cunt in it. That's true. I, really uh, like... I think we've done a cunt title. That sounds about right. Yeah, we're not above it. Hope the cunts aren't offended by the cum in the face. No, those cunts can take a joke. <laughs> I don't know if they can take a cum in their face, though. But yeah. for 800 grand, you would. Yeah, you would. You'd be happy about it, sister. Hey, it's your boy Ocho, man of the Ocho Cinco and Dukes podcast. Check out our podcast to hear my thoughts on sports, life, relationships, and the number one thing that means the most to me, love. Find new and archived episodes of the Ocho Cinco and Dukes podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and TuneIn. But anyways, can I throw this one out? This is a quickie. Throw it right in my face and I'll give you 800. <laughs> it's a quick... Quick nug here. Oh, boy. So you know me in steam rooms, right? You're familiar with my steam room policy? Uh, yeah, you try to out-steam people. Well, that, and I just love them. I just love a steam I, yeah, room. I like a steam uh, as well. I like to just get naked, wear a towel, get steamy, get some uh, ringworm on my feet, and mm-hmm. call it a day. So I go to the steam situation over there in Astoria, and my gym is it's real meathead queens retards. Yeah. At the risk of offending the retards of the queens people. Uh, real, real just... Tool bags, you know. Got it. So I go over to the steam room the other day, and how about this, Mark? Tell me what you think of this. All right, lay it on me, fatty. I walk in. There's a uh, delightful African American gentleman sitting there, and across from him is a delightful Latino fella. Oh boy. And sitting uh, next to them, I shouldn't say sitting, laying down uh-huh. with his feet up in the air on the wall. I've seen the wall move. The wall feet, like like stirrups. Yes. Like, like a like a OBGYN. A- yes. IUD removal. Uh huh. This guy is completely naked. What? Limp dick resting on his belly, feet in the, the roof stirrups. <laughs> I've never seen anything like it in my entire life. White guy? Well, uh, I can't tell if he was white or uh, maybe some sort of European, possibly Latino. Uh-huh. It was hard to see because it's very steamy, yeah. and I was looking away as hard as I could. <laughs> oh, my God. What a weirdo. He looked like a, a, like a fucking Holocaust victim. He looked yes. like a dead body. His, his dick is sprayed everywhere, feet up, and just asleep. Uh, and I'm like, what the fuck? So now I gotta sit next to the uh, my African American friend. I gotta sit three inches from him, and yeah. I'm, I'm giving him the face of like, I'm sorry about your personal space, but I can't be close to this dick. No, 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 no. And it's not homophobia. This is inappropriate. That's why the feet up. It's a private part. Yes, that's supposed to be private. <laughs> that's not your dick is not supposed to be out. Oh, that position! I can't believe. Get a towel on. No towel. He's laying on it. He puts a towel on the bench Whoa. as to not get bench on his back. But he's just like everyone. Here's my dick. Oh, I'd love to take a running start and give that sack a flick. Real rude. Yeah, I wanted to tie it to a horse and buggy and take off with it. <laughs> yeah, head west. Yes, uh, this Giddy guy. <laughs> After a minute, he gets up, or a minute, two minutes, and he gets up. He puts, it, then he wraps a towel on. Oh. He he departs. I slide down because I was, you know, sitting on this guy's lap. Yeah, right. You're you're doing a face sit. Yeah, a guy with a towel. I'll sit on his lap and lick his nipples. Sure. But no towel. I, I can't be near this business. No skin on skin is no dice. <laughs> no. So I slide over, and uh, this was a great moment because I wasn't sure if they were friends. And then uh, the Latino guy, he said something like Spanish. She was like, so that was nosotros, cock. Ay, caramba. Yeah, and then uh, the black guy goes, I don't get it. And it made me laugh so hard. Uh, I couldn't stop laughing because it was like a funny. fun moment. Yeah. He just said, I don't get it. Ah, black people Which was funny. great. I also do not get it. Mm-hmm. Speaking of black people being funny, I, I texted you. I got to get this line out, get this out. And I'll pass this it over. too good. I'm on the subway at 8th Street. It's 3 in the morning. I got to remember the line because it was like poetry. I don't want to fuck it up. Yeah. I'm walking on the subway, and there's two black guys talking to each other across the platform, uh-huh. which is hilarious. And the guy goes, uh, yo, you see that nigga's shirt? Armpit looked like he put a water balloon in a headlock. <laughs> that is one of the funniest things <laughs> I've ever heard in my life. By the way, he said the N-word twice. He put it in there twice. Yeah. He said, uh, you see that nigga's shirt? Then he said, nigga looked like he yeah, put a yeah, water balloon yeah. in a headlock. 
And I was like, I wanted to go meet the guy. Yes. I'm like, that is gold. And to yell that is so much fun. Amazing. And he said it casually. Like, right. that's how he just described I'm like, if you've never heard that before and you, it just came out of your head just naturally, you should be in the business. Yeah. You're funnier than everybody I've ever met. Right. This guy's like an album. Albert Brooks. Oh, I left the word out. I left the other word out. Ah, the big that, word. He said perspire. In- that's what it was. Ah, oh, that's funny. He said, you see that nigga perspire? Nigga's shirt like he put a water balloon in a headlock. Perspire. <laughs> yes. He had perspire in there. And we've hit seven N-words already. Yes, that's sorry. Good. It's the A, and I'm quoting, and I'm talking about how great he is. Quoting. I said African-American for the last guy. And delightful. Send all your complaints and grievances yeah. to uh, Chris Flannery at... Dot com. There you go. The phones are lit up. But yeah. Hey, that, that line is too lunch to not, yeah. not give it justice. Email jizz on the glasses. But yeah, I, first of all, I feel like, I hope that's all. I hope that's acceptable to our, our black fans. Hey, he said we've, it. We've talked about this before. I don't use the N-word, but I'll say it. I'm not a child. Yes. It's, if I'm telling you what somebody said, I gotta e- tell you what they said. Exactly. When I quote Chris Rock or Dave Chappelle, I'm gonna say the word. And it's not too offensive for him to yell in a subway. Aha! I'll tell you who I am offended by, and we've talked about this before. Uh-oh. These these Asian kids oh, the and the Indian kids, the Puerto Ricans and the Dominicans too. It's Indians and Asians as well. I know I, they're just yelling the N word. It's wild. It's so casual. It's, it blows my mind. I am offended. They're getting away with it though. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, why is this so acceptable? It's, I don't know. it's bananas to me. That feels a little. Uh, oh, light just clicked on. Like I had an idea. Yeah, but uh, it feels a little. Anti-white, if I might say so. Like so. everyone can say it, but whitey. Yeah, it's a weird, strange, bizarre thing. But I hopefully I didn't. Aff- I mean, I apologize. I always apologize if I offend. I don't, I don't think offend. you should apologize. There's nothing wrong with what you said. You said what he said. I'm not apologizing for what I said. I'm apologizing if I offended. Ah, well, you got offended. That's on you. That's a, that's my point. I don't. I feel bad if you're offended. And I apologize for that. But uh, the guy said a hilarious thing, and I think it should be in quotes. Yeah, water balloon in a headlock. Classic. Boy, that is gold. Let me uh, pass the puck over to you. It looks like you got some notes, and I'm sure you've fucked 1,100 women since we started the show. So well, tell I, us about a couple of them. I got a couple classics here, I think. And these are fresh, right out of the box? bread box. Oh, I see. Busted biscuits over here. This is good stuff. This oh, is right. Great. The oven's open, and I can smell the croissant. Uh-huh. Uh, so I had a hot date. This is this is, sounds made up. This is so crazy. I had a hot date. Do. Yeah. Hot date, all true, true story here, and uh, altruism. So this girl texts me. I, I was like, I got an eleven o'clock spot. Sorry, that's late. Can we meet after? She goes, Sure, no problem. She's like, Where's the spot? I was like, It's at the cellar. She's like, All right, whatever. So now it's like ten. I'm just sitting at the cellar, you know, eating, waiting to go on. And she, this girl texts me, goes, You're not gonna believe this. I'm at a party on McDougal. And I was like, Oh, cool. I'm on. I'm at the cellar. She's like, Come on over. So I go to this party. I meet this girl. It's like a block away from the cellar. I'm on McDougal, looking out on the street. It was a great party, house party, free booze, food, chips, girls. Everybody's having a great time. Chips. Making out with this girl. We're hitting it off. And I'm like, I got to go run and do my set. I go wreck, do my set. Rich Voss bumps into me, of all people. Uh Uh-oh. And, uh, you know, you never know what you're going to get with a a little Voss action. Yeah. So he goes, hey, uh, weirdest thing. Uh, He's a nut, that guy. Funny guy, and I like him. Sweet as pie. He's a sweetheart and a... Hi, sweet. He's a Jim. I think it's sweet. Jew, you mean? That's one, yeah. yeah. Big Jew face. Jim face. So uh, he goes, uh, I'm, I'm going out of town, but I had to get a hotel for a couple hours. I'm not going to use the room if you want it. What? And I go, what? He's like, yeah, but I'm at the Sheraton. And I was like, which one? He goes, Midtown. It's sweet. That's where I shit. Is that right? That's my number one shit place. I thought it smelled like you. Yeah. So I was like, okay, yeah. And he goes, don't fuck anything up. Don't break anything. Don't fuck the doorknobs or shit on the TV. I was like, all right, all right. I'll be fine. And then he had that moment of like, like when I took the keys, like, nah, nah, give it back. And I was yeah. like, I'm not going to do anything. I swear to you. He's like, it's on my credit card. I was like, I'm not going to do anything. Well, of all the people to bump into and give a hotel and be like, please don't fuck around. Yeah. No offense, but you're not the best guy. Oh, jeez. Well, well, a lot of drinking and fucking. All right. Well, hey. I'm just saying that you're going you're gonna to come on the lamp or something. I did. All right. I didn't mean to ruin it. It steamed up okay. on the light bulb heat. Hit me. But uh, so I'm like, yeah. So he gives me that black key card. I just put that puppy right in the old breast pock. Mm-hmm. And I uh, go back to the party at McDougal. And I'm making out with the broad again. I go, I don't know this girl, you know? So I'm like, hey, I just got to tell you, there's a crazy, crazy, wacky kook here, but I got us a hotel room. Wow. I was so excited. I lied. I was like, I was so excited to see you. I got us a hotel. You I thought lied? I'd be crazy. I lied. Me. 
And she was like, oh, my God. You could tell she was kind of like, this is forward, but also like this is exciting. So a couple drinks later, we're in a horse and buggy on the way to the old Sheridan. Was the steam room dick guy attached? Ah, he got off. He okay. fell. You could see the rope dangling in the wind. He came from that. Yeah. So uh, we, we got a hotel. We, we banged all night in the hotel room. It wow. was amazing. See, it's interesting, though, because sociologically, it almost an apartment across the street is almost more impressive than the Sheridan. Well, that was a party, though. That wasn't her apartment. No, no, but you live across the street, I'm saying. Uh, so it's a weird thing, because it's very cool to be like, I got a room in the Sheridan. Yeah. But it's also very cool to be like, I live right over there. That's true, but a couple factors. Sure. Hotel sex, can't beat that. Numero uno sex. Numero uno, you're jizzing everywhere. The towels, I just put the towels up my ass and then put them back. Plus, the hotel probably doesn't smell like the vaginas of 75 other women, uh, which I imagine your bedroom does. Yes, yes, it's a vagina graveyard over there. Especially <laughs> covered in pubes and fingernail polish. Yeah, yeah, some tears. And IUDs. Uh-huh, a couple of Nuva rings, yeah, it's a mess. So did it get wacky over there at the it, share? It got wacky! We shared a ton. I mean, it was crazy. We Big really, gal. Oh God, huge! Uh, yeah, we really got we got kooky. We fucked we fucked looking out the window, you know, facing the window. Wow! Yeah, that whole thing got the New York skyline just going at it. But people can look in. It's like a, it's like a peephole. Bring it on! It's the biggest peephole in the city. <laughs> and uh, she had quite a big hole herself. <laughs> but yeah, we had a good time. And uh, then in the morning, she's like, "All right." Take it easy, and we, we we parted ways in the lobby. Boy, now what percentage of these girls are you speaking to again after the uh, the, the peephole romp? It's got to be at least point eight. Wow, that's that's the legal level. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's the limit. So yeah, uh, that was fun. Just what a city! I mean, just ah, God, what a life we have. Yeah, right. how about Voss with the assist? The assist. I, I mean. He's going to hold that over me for the rest of my life, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to tell him I fucked a girl in there because he's going to be like, that was all me. That yeah, was all yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. If you, you know? get a show, you're going to have to have him direct exactly. it. Exactly. Right, right. He's doing fine. That's what Will ah. Voss is doing. No, he's writing for the Oscars. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. He writes for the Oscars every year. No kidding. Yeah, he, he writes. Boy, it could have surprised me on that one. I think I did. Yeah, jeez. Uh, all right, now this is Never my weird... I've seen do crowd work at the Oscars before. Oh, shit. All right, we're running a lot of time. What do you got? We got 20 minutes. All right, all right. Well, this story is a whopper. Oh, boy. I hope I'm not blowing it up, but it's as fresh right out of the bread box here. Okay. All right, here we go. This story is lunch. Ah, right. I'm blowing it up too much. Do, you right. got anything? I got a couple crazy things, but I can save them for another day. No, another get time. them out. Well, all right. Well, you go. You got a bread box over there. I got a bread box. Is it going to be a 20 minute bread box? Ah, it might be an eight. Eight minutes? Yeah. That leaves us with 12. I got a couple of 12ers right, over here. Well, the bread box is opening. All right, open the bread box and see what kind of dough we're working with here. All right, here we go. So, I've been seeing this IUD skank. You know, we've been, you met her last night. That was her. That was her. Oh, That's sweet IUD. Girl. She's full of my cum. Yeah, I made an ironically bad joke, and she thinks I stink at comedy now. It hurt my feelings. I explained the joke. I hope you break up with her just because that oh. face. The disappointment in her face. She thinks, and I was already moving. I couldn't stop and come back. Uh-huh. So now I just had, I, I didn't sleep last night. That's so funny, because I, I do the same thing. I make a, an ironically bad joke, and I'm like, she didn't get it. I, I do the same thing all the time. Yeah, she was like, oh, yeah, funny. And then I was leaving, like, that's yeah, too late. Nah. Anyways, nah, nah. so tell me about her all bread right. box. <laughs> It's it's nice. It's fresh. All right, here we go. A lot of crumbs. So uh, crust. Yeah, yeah. I uh, cut the crust off. <laughs> so we're hanging out one night, and mm-hmm. uh, we're we're talking, and we're talking about shrooms for some reason. And mushrooms. Like, mushrooms. Mm-hmm. She's like, you know, I've never done mushrooms. Done like every drug. We've never done mushrooms. I'm like, what? Mushrooms are the best drug. Have you done them? No. Oh my god, I think they're the best. Yeah, I'm mentally ill as is, so I get nervous about such I things. I see. I see. So she's like, I've never done them. I'm like, you got to do them. She's She's all open-minded. She's a booze bag. She likes, you know, uh, barbiturates and all that. So <laughs> it's like, you should try shrooms. She goes, you know, we should do them on Sunday for Valentine's Day. Ooh. And I go, yeah, we should. You know, fuck the dinner and the box of chocolates. Let's get kooky and do hallucinogens. Yeah, life is a box of mushrooms. There you go. So uh, I was like, all right, yeah. So now she goes, all right, can you get mushrooms? I was like, can I get mushrooms? I know Ari Shafir. I know Rebecca Trent. I know... Ben Kissel, Ed Larson, all these fucking lunatics. Of course I can get mushrooms. All these lunatics that are thrilled that you're outing them for their drug uh, drug oh. sales. Ari Shafir, he's got a mohawk. That's true. He's doing fine on his own outing. Yep. All right, so I start checking around. You know, it's Saturday night. I'm like, hey, 
I don't need these mushrooms till tomorrow. What do you got? I text. I must have texted at least twenty people, and then some people were like, "I got nothing, but here's my guy. Go to him." And I'm, I, I'm, no, I'm learning like drug code. I'm like, "Hey, man, you got any salad for the weekend? All this shit. <laughs> salad means mushrooms." I'm texting everybody. I'm getting side guys and side girls. I'm texting people in Jersey, the Bronx, upstate. It's crazy. And everybody's like, "I might have some. Let me check back." I got a fucking full time job. I got spreadsheets going and shit. Looking for these mushrooms. So it's Saturday night. And I'm texting all through the day, all through the night, getting nothing, a couple leads here, a couple leads there. And then I have six shows that night, so I am running around like crazy. I'm uh, Stand Up New York 2, Cellar 2, Bar. Then I, I end at the creek. Finally, this girl I get, this girl gets back to me and goes, I have some shrooms. It's enough for two people. It's going to be 40 bucks." And I said, great, I'll pick them up tonight. She goes, when are you coming? I go, well, I got a show at 11, so I can be at your place by 11.30 or midnight. She's like... All right, perfect, but no later than that. I said, all right, I got her address. She lived way out in Brooklyn. You bought her address? I got her address. Oh, address. Address. I see. I thought you went off and stopped by and bought her address on the way there. I say address. I see. You say address. Well, you say you got her address. Yeah, I guess you're right. I thought you picked her up a Ted Baker. No, no, I got her a Vera Wang. (laughs) I pictured you carrying a prom dress on your arm. (laughs) Put this on. Yeah, it's a nice gift for the shrooms. uh, All right, so you got her address. I got her address. And I do the show at the creek. Show goes great. I get off stage. I'm like, all right. I just put in the, the coordinates into the Uber. Yeah. And I just go, I'm going straight to this wacky drug addict's house. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's like midnight. I'm in the Uber. I'm all excited. I'm like, I can't believe it all worked out. I got all my spots in. It took 18 million texts, but I found the drugs. I'm going to go pick them up. Here we go. It's the coldest night of the year, by the way. I've been running around all night. I'm freezing. And I get to this girl's house. I go, hey, hey, Sister Hazel. I'm outside. Nothing. Uh-oh. Hey, hey. Another text. Just letting you know I'm outside. Setting, I'm sitting on the soup, freezing. Stoop. Freezing. The Uber leaves. You know, I'm just like out, out in the middle of nowhere. It's that part of Brooklyn I've never been. I don't know where I am. It's like Midwood or one of those places. Midwood. Midwood. Midroll. Midroll. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> just like, what the fuck? So now I'm calling her. I'm like, hey, hey, lady. Mushrooms. Bread box. Nothing. Now I'm angry. I'm like, hey, hey, calling again. Now I'm leaving voicemails. I'm hitting the buzzers because I don't know what apartment it is, so I'm hitting all of them. Oh, Jesus. And I'm getting angry. So now I'm like, fuck, I'm freezing. It's dark. It's cold. I'm about to get robbed. I don't know where I am. I'm looking for drugs. What am I doing with my life? This is my life. It's one in the morning. I'm out here. So I just go. I get another Uber, and I go right back. I go go home. Oh, wow. And I was like, what the fuck? Well, she stood you up. She stood me up, so... Ah, shit, I forgot a huge part of the story. Oh, God, boy. Shit. Oh, God, she's a man. She's no, gay. No, she's dead. No, Peg leg? No. Uh-oh. Shit. Oh, God. Oh, fuck. I wonder if we can edit. Well, just I'll flip it, rewind it, I'll, fix it. Jeez, uh, I'll rewind the track. This is what happens when we don't script. Yeah. Fuck. Big part. Uh, what's the big part? Hit Ch- us the big part. Uh, Chipotle, send us a burrito, you goddamn fucker. All right, here we go. So... Ah, damn it. Just put it in there. I'm putting it back in. Stick it in. Sticking it in right in the the, the dark anal. You got excited. All right, so between my fifth and sixth show, Uh I'm waiting for the two train at 72nd Street, and uh, this girl is eye-fucking me. I see. Eye-fucking. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I've never been eye-fucked in my whole life. I'm getting like a real side eye. And I was like, what, what's, what's, uh, what's cooking with you? You know, I'd give her, like, the tap on the glasses like Kramer did. Yeah. And uh, she goes, we were uh, supposed to go on a Bumble date, and you stood me up. Uh-oh. And I go, what? Why would I st- get out? You got the wrong guy. And I'm like, I'm on my heels, like, oh, come on. What are you, crazy? So she recognized you from the Bumble. Yes. Well, here's another thing. I go... You sure it was me? She goes, yeah, I came to one of your shows, and you ran out after the show. Ah, that makes like, sense. Aha. I was like, really? That You sure that was me? Boy, yeah. she's got a good eye. Yeah. Side eye. Beautiful eyes. Good-looking lady. Side, good, beautiful side eyes. Yeah, yeah. Mount side eye. Ooh. Not bad. Not bad. Not okay. bad. I fucking... And she's a Jew, so that's appropriate. Uh-huh. So uh, she's like, yeah, you, you left out of the show. I ended up hanging out with David Tell and Jeff Ross. I was like, hey, hey not a bad night. You yeah. know, I'm trying to, like, you know positive spin it you know and uh so now we're on the train together the mm-hmm. doors open so i'm like oh yeah i'm heading to another show now she goes oh i'm going to a birthday party and i'm like oh cool maybe i'll meet up with you after she goes yeah maybe you should and i was like okay well let me get your number <laughs> and she's like okay here it is great so now i go to the creek 
And then boom, 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 I go to get the mushrooms. Nothing. So I come back, and now I'm angry. I'm like, this fucking druggy, hippie, cunt, hacky sack, twat. Yeah, some of these drug people, they're unreliable. Yeah, apparently. So uh, now I'm back in the city. I I took an Uber to uh, the 7, got back into the city, and I go, what the hell? I'm going to text old side-eye. Yeah. So I text her, and she goes, yeah, why don't you come over? And I go, all right, where do you live? She lives on 72nd. So I go, all right. I take the two right back up, go to her apartment. We bang all night. Wow. Unbelievable. Wild apartment. Now what happened to Shafir girl? Who? The, the mushroom chick. Oh, that's that's Valentine's. What? Huh? Oh. The, the one that stood you up. Oh, okay, yeah. So Did she die? Wait, well, what happened to her? What I'll was... get to that. So me and oh, okay. uh, me and Jewface are rolling in the hay. Uh, what a body. She's a yoga whore. I mean, the whole thing was hot. Now, how come you blew her off the first time? Because she sounds, she's got a great body and, and beautiful side eyes. I think I just had another spot, and I was like, ah, fuck it. I don't know. Oh, I see. Boy, you're just tossing this pussy aside. Apparently, I, I yeah, I had no idea. So I, uh, I would go back to her amazing apartment. She's like a law or a lawyer person. She lives right on 71st. I mean, crazy apartment. Wow. Beautiful. And those old buildings, you know? Yeah. And giant apartment. Great sex. Great time. Looked great naked. And uh, just had a blast. Woke up together. And uh, I wake up at like 8, and I take a, I'm peeing. And uh, I look at my phone. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. I fell asleep. I'm sorry. I hope you didn't come all the way out here. I fell asleep. I fell asleep. I'm so sorry. And I wrote back, like, you mother, blah, blah. You have no idea. I was, like, <laughs> hung over and got a half a boner peeing. Like, you fucking blah, blah, blah. I ought to, you should be ashamed of yourself. You know? And uh, so she writes back, like, well, I'm not leaving my house till 11 a.m. So if you want to come back and get them, I'll give them to you and maybe give you a discount. I was like, you lost a customer, which doesn't really work on a drug dealer. Right. You know? right. And uh, she was like, ah, I'm sorry. I blew it. I was like, I want to find him somewhere else. This is New York City. I don't need you, you retard. Uh, I'm so confused. Yeah. I thought this was the date that you were meeting in Brooklyn. I thought you had the mushrooms. No, she she didn't show up. She didn't so let me it was in. the drug dealer that blew you off. Yes, she didn't let me in. I see. I thought that was the date that blew you off. No, no. I blew off a date prior, and that's when I met old Jewface. I see. So where was the girl you were going to do the mushrooms with this whole time? Uh, she was at home. I'm meeting her tomorrow. This I is Saturday see, this night. Is the day before. I'm meeting her on Valentine's. I'm so confused. I'm Sorry. stupid. Well, I had to backtrack, and that might have fucked up the yeah, whole Yeah, yeah. I think it was momentum. my fault. It was probably my fault. We'll check the, uh, the minutes after this. Well, now I've woken up on Valentine's Day at this 71st Street Jicks apartment, yeah. side eye, mm-hmm. and I'm peeing, and I'm yelling at the drug dealer via text while whizzing. I and see. And she's like, you can come get them now. And I'm like, I'm not going to fucking Brooklyn now. It's t- eight, in the, 8 in the morning. I'm going back to bed. Uh-huh. So uh, I go back to bed. Bang the, the 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 side eye again. Then I go my separate ways, and so now I have to come clean to the Valentine's date. I'm like, hey, look, uh, some problem with the shrooms. The, the lady didn't answer the door. Blah blah blah. And she's like, all right, well maybe I'll try to text some friends. So now we're both texting. We text all day. I'm texting twenty people. She's got twenty people on the line. Nobody has shrooms. Uh-huh. So finally, well, it's Valentine's Day. They're I, hard to get. I guess, but I thought shrooms were easy. I don't know. No, so, no, they sell out on Valentine's. Apparently, it's a big deal. Yeah, everyone knows. That's a thing. It's box of chocolate, roses, and hallucinogenic drugs. Yeah, mm-hmm. magic mushrooms. So uh, now I got my tail between my legs. She can't find any shrooms. I can't find any shrooms. So I gotta call back old stand up, the girl who stood me up. I see. Yeah. So I text her, I go, hey, <laughs> uh, anyone get those shrooms from you? And she mm. goes, oh, look who came crawling back, eh? All right. She, she bumps the price way up. What? Yeah. What is she, an Uber driver? She's a, she's a surge price in me. Oh, my God. So I tell, uh, I'm like, I got shows. So I tell the girl, the date, the girl, the Valentine's date, IUD. Mm-hmm. I go, hey, do you mind going to get these? You know, I'll pay for them. You just got to go grab them. I got shows. She's like, no problem. So she goes out there. They make friends. Everything's cool. She gets the drug. She's like, tell him sorry, blah, blah, blah. So we had like, I had like a relationship with this chick. You right. Know? She hate me. It was like a roller coaster. And uh, so then the girl comes back. We do mushroom. I eat them right before I go on stage. You saw me. What? I was high on mushrooms at the cellar. You went on stage at the cellar high on no, mushrooms? No, I, I ate them, and then I went on stage. They don't kick in for like an hour. Oh, I see. So I just wanted to save as much time as I could with them. You know, I wanted to have them a whole night. I got you. So uh, I'm at the cellar. She shows up. She's got the drugs. It was so exciting. It was so fun and romantic and exciting and all that. Exhilarating. We're eating. We got like some hummus, and we put the mushrooms in the hummus and a pita and ate it. What? Yeah, it was great. Romantic. And, yeah, it was it was lovely. It was so like, you're hanging out at the cellar on mushrooms. 
Yeah, it was crazy. That's insane to me. That's why I didn't tell you. I didn't I want to hear all that. Go to be in a mountain or something. No, well, we got nowhere to go. It's Manhattan. Oh, all right. It's freezing out there. Everyone told me you have to hold hands with a baby and wear a diaper and you know mm. have sandals and eat oh. grass or something. I think that's something else. <laughs> But they say you got to listen to, you know, Peter Frampton. Yeah, maybe Yanni. I get it, yeah. Yeah, I didn't know you could just be at a dining room table. You you can do shrooms at a diner and just get the soup and look at it. Wow. Get the soup. So, so yeah, so we ate them. That's why we were sitting over there huddled up. We were both tripping. Oh, wow. And we were laughing. Everything was amazing. Everything looked... Uh, like a movie set, you know, like there was a woman taking pictures, and there was a gay guy, and like uh, uh, the, you know that you know that waitress who who cleans the tables and her tits are coming out. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She was there. We we're like, I look how waitress. crazy that is. It's so crazy. Our tits are out. Yeah, we were doing that without the mushrooms. Yeah, that's a hell of a set of tits. So yeah, so we're high. I saw you high, and then when you left, it was like a big thing. Like that's Joe. You, know, you looked like you had a, an aura around you. Oh, it was wow. so fucked up. It was crazy. Even with the bad joke. Bad joke that really uh, sobered us up for a second. Uh, Jeez. No, I'm joking. No one noticed the joke. And then we went to Fat Black. We go up in the VIP room. Oh, we wow. make out. We almost had sex. We got caught. I was like on top of her. It was great. Jeez. Oh, and uh, did you worry about getting uh, you know in trouble at these places that feed you? Nah, I'll be all right. Oh my, I'd be scared. No one would walk in and I'd throw up on my shoes and take no. my own life. I think no one would high five. He'd give me a pat on the ass if he saw me doing missionary. Yeah, maybe. Boy. So then, uh, yeah, then we go back to her place, and that was that was it. But yeah, I had to tell you. I had to tell you that I was high on mushrooms. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was the beginning of a sentence. <laughs> I thought you were like, I gotta tell you. Yeah. And then you left me on a cliffhanger. Well, that is that's a wild run. Now, this is the, the IUD. Does she know about these other dames? Uh, no, and. Hopefully she doesn't know what a podcast is. She might want to get serious after this mushrooms at the cellar. That sounds like a serious business, Valentine's yeah. Day mushrooms. Well, we've been hanging out a lot, and I, I don't want to give it a label, because then if I give it a label, then I'm then I'm a bad guy. Now, is that the different guy, girl than the Boston gal? That same gal. That's the Boston That's gal. The bo- I like her. Oh, you should have said, hey, he's out of Massachusetts. We could have, uh, you know, kissed the lips and talked about the Red Sox or something. I thought about it, but I, I, you looked like you're on the way out. I know you hate it when you go, hey, well, come come back and do this. When you're on your way out, you're on your way out. I went on my way out, but yeah. we were there for quite a while. I think you're ashamed of your friends, to be frank. Well, no, it was the drugs. Oh, the drugs. I was scared of sober people. Well, you're on drugs a lot when you're with girls, evidently. Not a lot. It was one time. No, it's multiple times. I've never been introduced to a woman in my life. What? That's not true. Never. What, are you crazy? You met the ex? Well, the ex you were married to for 17 years. <laughs> I can think of a couple other other dames you met, but I'm not going to see these girls again. What's the point? Well, you see this girl quite a bit. That's all I'm saying. Well, you made a bad joke. You got out of there. I don't uh, know what you want from me. God, that joke was real bad. You'll meet her. You'll meet her. We'll all go get pie. I want to take my own life after sweet that joke. Sweet as pie. I thought it was pretty fun. The joke was tough. Still know if pie is sweet. How can it not? It's covered in sugar and crust, and uh, sometimes they put a scoop of ice cream on top. Oh, that's a good point. We had that last night. Apple pie with vanilla ice cream. You had that? And some cinnamon. Yeah. Ooh, that's good stuff. I'm not the apple pie. I don't care for pie. I like pizza pie, but other than that... Are you a cake guy? I like a cake. I don't care for that cake boss, though. Yeah, he's a little much. Don't tell me what to do. I'll make my own damn cake. Right, right. Cake and boss. Well, speaking of people I don't care for, can I get into this uh, thing real quick? Cake boss me. Uh, (laughs) That's... That's what we call that game, the cum whip game. Oh, Cake Boss. Cake Boss. That's more of an icing, but yeah. <laughs> All right, so the other day, I uh, go to the Beacon Theater to see Jenny Lewis. Are you familiar with Jenny Lewis? Jenny Lewis. Is it a pop star? <laughs> pop star? What do you take me for? From the 80s? No. Who oh, am I she, Yeah, kind of. She was a child actress. Uh-huh. I think she might have been a popular star. Oh, wait. She's the one with the fat women. Fat women. That's well, that, Wilson Phillips. Oh, that's Jenny Craig. I see. That's both of them, I guess. Yeah, Wilson Phillips did have a couple porkers in there, didn't they? <laughs> there were some chunky chicks. It was a skinny and, and two fatty. Yeah. It was the number 100, folks. That wouldn't fly today. No. no that ah, flies. Adele? What are you Adele, kidding me? You're right. She's uh, a moose. Lena Dunham. <laughs> Lena Dunham. Yeah. Boy, I, guess, I hope her career is Dunham soon. Hey, I, I guess the, the, the Wilson Phillips... Barely flew then, is what I'm saying. In the 80s, you couldn't be fat. That flew. They flew. I know I'm saying that Some was rare. Someday somebody's gonna poop a toop a shoop a doo. Till then, shoop-a-doo-poo-poo-poo-poo. Yeah, that was a good song. So anyway, Jenny Lewis, is a, she's a rock and roller. She's got some country and some blues, and she's hot. She's little. Oh, she's yeah? She's 4'3". She's got Ooh. red hair. Very sexy. Yeah. And a great rock and roll chick. Very sexy and hot from uh, L.A. 
She's in a band called Rilo Kylie. Oh, I love that band. You're kidding. They're great. She's great. We go to see her at the Beacon. Sarah and I, big hot date, no mushrooms, but still romantic. Better son, better daughter, something like that. It's a good song. Uh, better man. No, What's that's that? Pearl, Pearl Jam. Jam. What's that song? Better daughter, I think. By Rilo Kylie? Yeah. Well, we'll figure it out. But yeah. anyways, we go to see at the Beacon. We go and get wings and fries beforehand over at uh, Blondie's. I love Blondie's. Love Blondie's. Best wings in the city. ooh So we go over to the Beacon. We're sitting in there. Nice pair of seats. We watch the opening act, M. Ward. Mm. Ever hear of him? I've heard. I don't care for the name. Great guy. <laughs> I don't a- either. What is this, M? M. I, am I supposed to call you M? What if I was M. Norman? Get the fuck out of yeah, here. Yeah, it's a real still. And they call him M. They're like, give it up for M. Ugh. Hey, M. I don't like it. I know Auntie M, but uh, yeah, how about, she was nice. She was nice. <laughs> I liked her. Yeah. Auntie M, Auntie M, it's a twister. Yeah. She seemed like she could. She seemed like the kind of chick that would let me come on her foot and then feed it to me, you know. Mm, the yeah, broom. That's what you got from her, huh? Yeah. <laughs> that's the vibe I got. All right. So anyways, we're at the show. We enjoy M. Ward, and uh, we're watching the thing. We watch M. Ward. He's delightful, and we got good see. And I commented. I was like, it's nice going to a concert where there's no douches. We're all just sitting here yes. enjoying the music. So then Jenny Lewis starts. About two songs in, we get a fat nerd about uh, a 20 year old fat drunk nerd uh-huh. and his super hot 20 year old girl he's with uh-huh and then there's another <laughs> lovely fat girl what's up fat drunk nerd i don't know he was a fat drunk nerd all right, all where right. do you hear this story about this fat drunk nerd please so they come in they're stepping on our shoes you know trying to get to their seats mm-hmm. excuse me bumbling through and i just hate them already because they're yeah. stepping on my feet they're gay and they're not gay so you know what i mean yeah yeah, so yeah. Get, uh, boy, between that and the n-word i'm in trouble oh boy so they get in their seats, and immediately they're talking. I just hear, and there's a lot of ballads, you know, acoustic uh-huh. ballads. We're all sitting there. And right away, I hate this woman. She can't stop talking. She's whispering. She's talking. I hate her. And then he's making jokes. He's jingling his ice in the cup. Oh. And they're just talking, and I, I hate him. We all hate him. Yeah. We all hated him. Yes. So it goes on for about four songs. And finally, uh, some guy in front of this, this petite Asian fella turns and goes, Could you, would you mind being quiet? And they're like, they like, pfft, they start laughing and giggling, and they're like, no, he's giving them the finger behind his head, you know. And I just fucking hate this fat fucking virgin nerd piece of shit. Yes. And then he keeps going off and talking and chatting, and now he hates this guy. So now he's trying to, he's jingling his ice on purpose. Oh my god! And he's singing the songs loud, and he's like, oh yeah, rabbit fur coat. And everyone what? hates him. He's a fucking retard, fat retard. You gotta knock this guy out. So then another guy turns, and you could tell this guy was just brought his girlfriend, and he's like a big muscle guy, and uh-huh. he's like, shut the fuck up. And oh, the really? guy's like, oh, 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 I gotta shut up. And this is a kid that's never been punched in the oh, face. Obviously, yeah. Needs to be punched in the face, you know? So then it keeps going and going. And then uh, this guy from behind me, he leans over. He's like, if you guys, please, shut up. And the guy's like, we're at a concert. The, the fat nerd goes, yeah. we're at a concert. And this guy, he's a gay guy. Uh-huh. Petite gay guy. Uh-huh. And he goes, you shut up or I will punch you in the face and I mean it. Wow. And the guy, and the kid goes, I, I believe you. And he's like, I'll... Let me let me know before you punch me. I'll take my glasses off. He's trying to be smart. Uh-huh. And then I lean in. I go, I'll knock the glasses off for you. Whoa! I told him I'd knock his glasses off. Yeah! And now everyone's everyone's up in arms. It's a brouhaha. It's Thunderdome. Yeah, and the, the homo really stepped it up. He yeah, really he did. Up. And I was like, boy, this guy's going to kill him. And then the intermission happened. The lights came up, and I looked back, and it was like, you know, Andrew Beckett back there. Just a petite. Oh, wow. That's Tom Hanks in Philadelphia. Yeah, yeah. So he's just like a little petite Apes. guy, but he meant business, you yeah. know? He's been oppressed, so he's yes. ready to go. Yeah! So then the big muscle guy from the row in front of us, he leaves as soon as intermission comes, and I'm like, make sure you get the security. You can tell he's going to get security. Now everyone's into it. They're all like, son of a bitch. And I, I lean in, and I go, I go, what? how many people have to tell you you're an asshole yeah. before you start to question whether or not you're an asshole? Yes. And the girl's like, fuck you, it's a concert, we paid. And the gay guy's like, we paid too, we didn't pay to hear your shit. Yeah. Everyone's yelling, it's a, it's a crazy melee. What's this girl thinking? She's with this idiot? She's drunk too. Uh. And there's a third girl who's right next to me, and she's like, I don't even know these guys, I'm so sorry, uh. I hate them, I work with them. And then the security guy comes, and as soon as he comes, I'm pointing at him. I'm like, it's this guy. It's the fat nerd. Yes. He's a virgin. He's a fat virgin nerd. I'm yeah. trying to be real hurtful. And so they take him out. And oh, now, good. so he goes to talk to them during, this is all intermission. Now, the cute girl that he's with, she's like, fuck you guys. We're at a concert. This is, we're supposed to be having fun. And then, this is a fun moment, because I swung her. I swayed her. Uh-huh. I go, listen, listen, I'm not trying to be a dick. I go, but... Everyone hate. Look at all these people. These people are pissed. Two rows in front of you, two rows behind you. Unanimously, we're pissed at you. Yes. I go, step out of your box. Ah. Take a moment to think 
maybe it's you. You're ah, the common denominator. You're trying box. to defend you and yourself. Yes. We're all mad. Everyone here is yes. mad at you. Right. You're the person. And she goes, you know, I'm really sorry. We're drunk. Ah, I, you know, we thought we were having fun. You're yes. right. He's being a dick. And she, I swung her. I swayed her. Good for you. They need to realize this shit. Yeah, I was like, I felt like a hero. Yeah, no, I was nonviolence. I was yeah. MLK. Yes, I'm MLK. The gay guy. He's Malcolm X. Yeah, yeah. He's Malcolm X. You're MLK. I'm and, MLK. And the other guy's uh, Rosa uh, Parks. Uh, all right. Yeah. Maybe not Rosa, but he, you know, he he went and I don't know who was that guy. Who was he? Farrakhan. Who's Farrakhan? By Jesse the way? Jackson. Maybe Jesse. Farrakhan's not nice, I don't think. Well, that guy will be next to me when I get shot for uh-huh. saying the N-word earlier. Right, but anyway, right. so the kid comes back. This is fun. So they didn't kick him out. They gave him the warning. They, the were like, d- they gave him the, the business. The DFN comes back. Yes. The so, drunk fat nerd. Yes. Vir- I threw Virgin there just I'll for fun. throw a V in. And while he was gone, I said to the two girls, I go, do me a favor. Neither one of you fuck this guy tonight. <laughs> don't fuck him. And they're just looking at me like I'm crazy. Yeah. And I'm like, just he doesn't deserve to be fucked. He's a fat nerd. Yes. And he should stay a virgin, you know? Yes. And then he comes back. Back and uh, as he's walking back to the row, I, I breathed in his neck. I went, mm. Whoa! Like that it was really fun, you know. Damn. Like, and then he goes back and he sits down, and then we're all just looking at him. And he sits there for a minute. He's like, "I'm sorry, everybody. I'll behave. I'll behave." And he sits for about thirty seconds. Uh oh. And then he's like, "Let's get out of here. We gotta get out of here." Good. And he, just, he left on his own accord. Yeah. He we did. fucking all just stared at him, and he was like, "Fuck me. I gotta leave." Yeah. And they all left. Wow. The one girl next to me, the heavy girl with a cute face, she. She was drunk, too, but she was, like, in my ear. She's like, I'm so sorry. I'm really sorry. I just work with these guys. I don't even think I like them anymore. They're yeah. Drunk. And they all left, and we enjoyed the second half of the show very much. Oh, that's great. You guys came together. What a community. Oh, yeah. Everyone came together and hated him, and we were all chatting with, with the gays, you know, and that was fun. And he was just, like, there was, like, the bigger, manlier gay, and he's like, everyone thinks I'm the tough one, but he's crazy. He'll yeah. fight anybody. Wow. And then he, like, you know, has legs. Those gays are fun. He's like, oh, oh yeah, yeah, I don't fuck with nobody. I'll fuck you up. Like, oh, I love that. like a black woman. It was really exciting. They get sassy. Yeah, very sassy pants. Wow, I love that. I love that uh, you guys all stuck together and that... I think this is like one of these Upper West Side. He's probably born in New York, rich. Yeah. Never had a problem in his life, does whatever the hell he wants, entitlement. And then you guys set him straight. Well, typically when someone's acting crazy or is a criminal or an asshole, I, I try to be like, they were abused somehow mm. and they're acting out and they're victims. Uh-huh. But this guy was the victim of never having been punished. This guy yes, needs yes. to be abused right. a little bit so he can go, oh, fuck. That's a guy that's never been fucking had his jaw rocked. No. and I Like, I'm like, you need to get your head fucking knocked off your shoulders so you can be yeah. like, oh. And uh, I tried to be like, he's sorry. No, no, I just think he was trying to look cool in front of those chicks, too. Yeah, he's a dick. And I was like, I was a drunk. I was an alcoholic. But I never purposefully ruined people's time. Right. I might have actually been like, ah, oh, I'm an idiot. But he was like jingling his, he was being a dickhead. Yes, I'm like, you're ruining a, our night. What a baby. Go be drunk and have fun elsewhere. Yes. You know. Anyways, I hope he's fallen down a flight of stairs and broken his neck and died. Uh, but we got to wrap up. We're over time here. Oh, we got, boy. Uh, what, what, what do you have to say? What do you have to tell oh, him there, geez. Mark? Oh, uh, jeez. I don't know when this is coming out, but uh, I'll... Two weeks. Two weeks. All right. So I'll be at Atlanta, Laughing Skull in Atlanta some date. Should be fun. Check their website. I'm all over. It's a Thursday to Sunday gig. It's a long one. So come out. We'll get kooky. And uh, yeah, follow us on Twit, mm-hmm. uh, at Mark Norm, at Joe List Comedy. That's the one. Yeah. And check out the fan page. Tweet at us. Tweet at Chipotle. We've been bugging them. We love you guys. We're going to get that place... Sucking our dicks yeah. before the before the days through. Yeah, tell us, uh, tell your friends, and put some guac in our ass, and send the Chipotle gift cards. We love them. Yeah. And uh, if you have to tweet at me and uh, say, just say what where are you coming? Because I forget the dates. I keep forgetting to look. But yeah, you know, we got uh, Moon Tower. We'll be there in Ooh, Austin. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, yeah. Boy, I got dates in uh, Madison, May twelfth that, that weekend. Uh huh. St. Louis somewhere, Austin. Yep. I got a Houston coming up July 22nd, I all think. All right, there we go. Austin, San Antonio, Houston, fucking all the other places. I think we got to get going, right? Yeah, I'll be at Mootown. I'll be at Melbourne. I know that's a leap, but uh, I'll be at Melbourne in Australia. We so. got some Australian fans. And I'll be at Syracuse in April. Funny bone. All so, right. Check her out, folks. Check us all out. And uh, that's lunch. We'll see you all in hell. We love you. Keep it real. Praise Allah. Bye. No.